Hello out there in podcast land. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. We're continuing on with Psalms 119, and we are on what section? One, two, three, four, six, seven. We're on the eighth section. And the alphabet for this particular section is Tet. And so in the Hebrew Bible, it starts with that particular letter. But let's get to it. I'll be reading from the Common English Bible. You have treated your servant well, Lord, according to your promise. Teach me knowledge and good judgment because I have put my trust in your commandments. Before I suffered, I took the wrong way, but now I do what you say. You are good and you do good. Teach me your statutes. The arrogant cover me with their lies, but I guard your precepts with all my heart. Their hearts are unfeeling like blubber, but I rejoice in your instruction. My suffering was good for me because I learned your statutes through it. The instructions you've given me is better than thousands of pieces of gold and silver. (laughs) Today, we start in recognition of how good God has been to us. You see, our psalmist acknowledges God's goodness and that he has been faithful to the promise. Now recall we don't know exactly what this promise is. Still, we suspect that it is the returning of the children of Israel back to the promised land because they've been scattered throughout the Near East region of Syria, Iraq, and Iran. They wish to return home. And although I do not believe that when our psalmist wrote this psalm, they had been returned, our psalmist now recognizes the goodness of God. Notice how he continues asking God um, for understanding of God's word and adds in now good judgment. Isn't that a practical request? If we all could ask for this. The psalmist knows he can make this request of God because of his faithfulness in keeping God's commandment, which ties back to um, yesterday when he said that God was in his possession. He knows that he has access to God and he can ask God for good judgment. And just like he did yesterday, he confesses that he's not always followed the commandments. Verse 67 states that he suffered as a result. At least one could read it that way since he mentioned suffering first and then adds that he had taken the wrong way. But the great news is he repented and turned back to being obedient. Although he now walks in obedience, he obedience he's still plagued by the people around him who mock him and cause him anguish and stress. Yet our psalmist is steadfast in his keeping of the instructions of God. What strikes me about our dear psalmist in this section is his understanding that the suffering he endures or endured was good for him, is good for him. What? (laughs) Perish the thought, right? Could it really be that? The answer is yes. And we've spoken about this before, how God uses hardships to grow, grow us up right? To increase our faith while showing us our shortcomings and then encouraging us to grow with him. Our psalmist understands this. He states that he's leaned on the commandments more as a result of the suffering. He dug his heels in and remained steadfast in his obedience and now can see how much he's grown 
grown as a result of it. With this, he understands how more special God's instruction instructions are. <laughs> so what do you think the takeaway is for this section of Psalm 119? Got a clue? <laughs> it's that our suffering, your suffering, this season of caregiving will grow you in your faith in God as it did for me. How does it grow us? It makes us seek out God more. The emotional and physical stress will cause you to look for those scriptures of comfort and reassurance. You will pray more, asking God for direction and good judgment as our psalmist did. As you do these things, the Holy Spirit will begin to show you how God is blessing you during the struggle of caring for your loved one. You'll better understand the scriptures and have that personal connection that will reinforce your faith. So today, let's recognize God's, God's goodness in the season of caring for your loved one. Yes, it is a burden, but it's worth enduring for all the joy you will gain in being able to extend love, patience, kindness. Do these sound familiar? <laughs> and, and all the others to your loved one to see the smile that you bring to them as you care for them and the smile that you experience yourself at the peace and love you receive from your Savior knowing that you are doing His will. God is good and He is good during the season of caring for your loved one. Let's pray. God, we acknowledge that uh, we don't always do what you ask us to do. We haven't always been faithful to your word. But as our psalmist does, we do today, where we acknowledge our wrongdoing, but we quickly come back and ask for forgiveness and now want to walk in obedience with what you've placed in our hearts, the obedience of what your word calls us to do. We thank you for being a God who does work everything out for our good. And although this season of caregiving is hard, emotionally hard, knowing what tomorrow may bring, if the disease is something that cannot be overlooked, and if you have decided that it is not within your will to heal, but to allow the process to continue, you still show us grace and goodness. And we ask you to help us to see that this day and every day, to stop looking at the circumstances, but look at you to allow us to then look at the circumstances differently, to see that you are good in our suffering, in the hardships, in the trials, that you will work everything out for our good and help us to lean into you as our psalmist did when it gets particularly hard, when we get very frustrated and down and lonely and angry. Let us come to you, Father, and draw near to you so that you will draw near to us. Thank you for being a good God, for you have treated your servants well. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right now, enjoy your Friday. I'll see you tomorrow and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.